Episode 125. 125. 125. Joker review. For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? second time <laughs> we're just having too much fun doing our intro live so it's so much fun i get to dance to it <laughs> yeah and with the lights off we don't have to watch it <laughs> <laughs> and with the lights off i want to see your face i know <laughs> you're so funny jimmy has nice uh dance moves over there though <laughs> thanks right yeah, I had like a rave going on over here. Uh, my tummy's yeah. making weird noises from that chicken. Do you oh, hear my no. stomach right now? It's no. like, I did hear it. Like weird digestive noises. Oh, that's usually I my stomach. Uh, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, that chicken was not good. I will drink some of this off-brand soda oh we got, though. <laughs> like, what? Right into the mic, too. Like, what? Restaurant doesn't have like mm. a name brand soda. Oh, a restaurant that's from the. Tennessee area, and I'll tell I think you, it's kind of local. Joella's. I swear, Sheep. like I don't know why y'all hate that place. It you liked great. it? It was good. I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it. It wasn't a, my favorite chicken place, but I didn't have a problem with it. All right, I, I know we promised you guys a joke, <laughs> a Joker <laughs> review, but we're gonna do Joella review. Yeah, first. before the the theme song came on, but we tried a new chicken place, and I guess they're talking about it. So you guys can continue. I just want to give them context. It's review of the Jays tonight. Yeah, Joella's. Um, supposed to be hot chicken. Supposed to be hot chicken. And we went in there. The line was pretty long, so it looked like it was popping off all day. So I give them that. Maybe they're just busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did talk to one person. She's like, I've been up. I feel like, I feel like I've been up since like last Monday. <laughs> being so busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So Chris, you like the chicken. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, like, I didn't get anything spicy because I went with a basic bland southern style I did not like the chicken that much. Like it was just okay. Like yeah. I was we were gonna go to Gus's downtown Atlanta, but I was like we should just try the chicken place since it's always new and it's open. Yeah. You know, and I'm you know. definitely glad we tried it. Oh, I am too. Now we know. Oh, and like I said, you might want to go on like a slower day. Yeah. So um I would give it a second try. But to anyone who's in Georgia, this place is Try that again. To anyone who's in Georgia, this place is <laughs> off of Barrett Parkway, and it's brand new. And if you like spicy chicken, you should go check it out. And we did not try the, like, spicy, spicy. We tried, like, medium. Yeah. And Ella's fave. I went medium, yeah. So. And Ella's and, fave. And southern. Shout out to Bella. Hope you're not dead. <laughs> so, could it be that y'all eat more spicy food, and so that's why it's not spicy to y'all? 
Uh, I mean, I, I do mean, cook spicy stuff I don't, here. Because, yeah. like, I don't eat a lot of spicy food. So, for me, like, the medium would probably be relatively spicy because I'm a white guy. I mean, I didn't yeah. try the medium. I tried the Ella's fave. But, like, it just, like, there was no spiciness to it at all. And I'm not really good with spicy. I'm pretty and, wimpy. And I guess really... Could they potentially have not given you the medium spicy? Because, like, yeah. your chicken didn't look any different than my chicken. And my, no, my chicken did look different from yours. Uh, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, my chicken uh, was medium spicy. Mine was, like, the tweener. Or ours definitely had, like, a sauce on it, and yours looked just breaded. Yeah. I didn't see a difference between my chicken and y'all's chicken. Oh, I, 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 I was eyeballing that chicken. But, like, I don't know. It was just a, it was a busy night, I guess. Yeah. I gave it, like, a 6 out of 10 if we're going to rate them on a 1 to 10 scale. Yeah, um, I'll I'll try it again though. Like I'm not like oh one and done. I just know it's busy and yeah. you know things kind of hard to keep food consistent when you're busy like that. Even though it's important to you because you're new, but yeah, I mean I get it. Yeah, I'm just weird about my chicken. You guys know that. Yeah, that's I'd, the truth. I, I'm not gonna cut it out completely. But um, yeah, if you like chicken, if you like uh, sodas, if you like <laughs> pudding, right? Do you uh, pudding? The pudding was okay. Yeah, was the sides okay. were pretty good. Mac and cheese, potato salad, they were good. I feel like you always like the sides more than the actual. I, you uh, know, 100%. I think in life, yeah. I like sides and appetizers more than food. I mean, sometimes they're <laughs> why people go places, yeah. It's, it's the like, same way at Wahlburgers. Yeah. She doesn't like anything but the sides. It's burgers. And she doesn't like burgers. Just so, yeah. pointing out that you love the sides. Because you tried the. I love them. They have this thing called pie oh God, in a jar. Changed. And you tried the pie in a jar. Pie in the jar wasn't that great, but it was the strawberry okay. shortcake. And I'm. Not a big fan of strawberry shortcake, but I figured I'd just give it a shot because, yeah. you know, pie in a jar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The banana pudding wasn't bad. It was just like pudding. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all like I mean, you it's said that pudding wasn't bad. <laughs> I mean, it is restaurant pudding, so. Yeah, I mean, it had chunks of banana and it had vanilla wafers in it. I don't like a pudding that has like a uh, nice whipped cream on it. Yeah, like, there's no whipped cream. It was yeah. just straight pudding. I would have been disappointed then. I say pudding really southern like. Oh, I babe. hate it. <laughs> Anyways. Whipped cream person. But yeah. Um all right, cool. Well, so we yeah. tried the chicken. My tummy's making weird noises. So it, it comes was, across it on right. the mic. That's why. Um moving on to the more important J of the night. Joker. Yeah, so we watched Joker today and I loved it. I thought the movie was great. I um, I didn't go in with too crazy expectations. I kind of went in open. So yeah. in case someone wants to know how I looked at it, going, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I thought the story was pretty. It was pretty uh intense and kind of puts you in the position of someone who has a condition like that. Yeah, and I will say that the laugh at first. Gave me a different feeling than it would with Joker that I grew up with. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, you feel more sorry for him than mm-hmm. you would if you were to see him, like, I don't know, slapping Batman with a tie iron and then, like, laughing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, but yeah, it's kind of, yeah, definitely high emotions on the laughter part. It was definitely, it's, sorry. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, it was definitely like a sad Joker. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, the laugh was, like, painful yeah. at first. Yeah. So. But gr- a good movie, though. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I want to watch it again, actually. So, um, I feel like I get different things from movies when I watch it multiple yeah. times. But, yeah. 
I did. I, I did like it. Um, I went into it with, I guess, decently high expectations. Like, looking at the trailers, like, I felt like it was going to be good. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from, like, me thinking it was going to be good, I really was just kind of open like you. Like, let's just see what this is. But um, I was definitely interested in, like, the take that they were doing, just kind of, like, his backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And I think he did a good job. Yeah, he killed it. Definitely. How about you, Chris? Uh, I went into it with no expectations because it's a DC movie and they're always hit or miss. Um, based on the trailer, I thought it had the potential to be good, but I still went into it with no expectations just because, like I said, it's a DC movie. Plus, it's got uh, Joaquin Phoenix in it, and I'm not a big fan of his. Although, in this one, I think he did a great job. I think it's going to be an Oscar nomination for uh, the movie and for him and for a few other things in this uh like direction and stuff like that um i'd be very surprised if they didn't get oscar nominations yeah no, i know i'm noticing now that it's cutting out um it wasn't doing that earlier um love the story i think the laugh i feel like there were two different laughs like when yeah. when he's just like before he becomes a joker you hear you have that and it's part of his uh condition and so yeah you do feel a little bit sorry for him and you're like why is he you know before they actually explain he's got a condition, they he's laughing, and you're like, why is he laughing? Um, but then they he interacts with uh, somebody and gives him a card, that, and you kind of start seeing that, and you understand it. And, but then when he becomes full-on Joker, he's got that more maniacal laugh, I think. Um, so I think he kind of grows into that role. Um, there were some surprises in this movie, some things that I didn't see coming, and then some things that I kind of did see coming, and some things that I saw that, or coming, but came in a different, slightly different way. We can talk about that when we get to spoilers. I give it a, probably give it an eight and a half or a nine mm-hmm. at, on first viewing. It was really good. And it's, it kind of reminded me of uh, the TV show You on Netflix, where you're seeing the character and you feel sorry for him until a certain point, And then you're like, I, for me at least, I couldn't feel sorry for him right there at the end. I mean, I did, but not like, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, he really doesn't need to go to jail. And then by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, he needs to go to jail, but still feel sorry for him. Like, the laugh he did after he, like, quit his job at the ha-ha's, mm-hmm. you know, when he's walking down the hallway, that's kind of a hint to what the Joker laugh would be, kind of, because mm-hmm. he's kind of, like, on a high yeah. at that point, you know, a little bit. So, like, I feel like he's slipping in and out from, like, the hurtful laughter when the condition laughter. Yeah. And, um... You know, that was like, you could tell he was like feeling kind of deep, kind of good in that moment. A little to bit. me, like, I feel like his condition laughter, like, kind of went away once he became the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like he accepted himself for who he was and, like, realized that that's just, like, it was no longer uncontrollable. I feel like it was no longer uncontrollable at that point. Yeah. Like, it's like once he, like, decided what he was or who he was, mm-hmm. it was no longer, like, controlling him. Yeah, right. Type thing. It was just, like, his way of, being, of expressing whatever he's feeling in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the part when, like, um, and we're just going to, like, joke, jump around a little right. bit. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to go through the movie the way it starts and finishes because hopefully you guys are going to watch it anyway. But yeah. we're just going to talk about bits that we find interesting and look into yeah. certain parts that we want to talk about more so 
So of course spoilers, but um uh the the part when like he with his mom when they showed the flashback of her and like she was like, Oh, y'all seem like such a happy boy because he's always like laughing when he's tied yeah. to the radiator. And it's like she just didn't accept the condition then or just too busy doing whatever else she was doing. Right. You know, like that 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 whole time was like him like uncomfortable right. sobbing, maybe maybe like in pain. You know what I mean? But it's just like the whole side of mental illness that people don't understand fully, mm-hmm. you know, until they're like faced with it face to face, but uh are dealing with it face to face, I should say. Yeah. But um I know I love the the in depth look of um, trying to understand how a person because you know joker's just immortal so how a person could be that insane in a way or get to that point so the whole idea of like just just like society itself pushing him to that because he he was trying to be happy at first i think with his fine flipping job and he was just trying to make people smile walking down the sidewalk and right pretty much doing his job but People just he all he seemed to have like the worst luck. His luck is like Peter Parker luck times a thousand. It was really sad. Yeah. So because like I think that you know one he was not happy, and two his mom's constantly telling him that he was put on the earth to make people happy, mm-hmm. and it's like you have this this like expectation on your shoulders that like you're supposed to make people laugh or you're supposed to like bring happiness yeah but like you don't feel happiness yourself yeah and so it's like this like really heavy struggle i guess and then people are just mean and constantly putting him down and and he says that he's like i have been happy like one second in my whole life or one moment in my whole life or whatever so yeah that's definitely a good point too Feeling that pressure of like yeah. wanting to be a stand up comedian or having to be a clown or right. and it's like his mom is the one that's like, Oh, you're supposed to be here to make people happy and it's like Yeah, and the show and what you put him through, like Right. And the talk show they watched, the late yeah. night show was like kind of show busy, you know what I mean? So he right. thought that was like his destiny in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I kind of felt like maybe he was a happy kid until he started getting abused. Um, cause like most people don't abuse a you know a child like two and three necessarily in the physical way that they described in the movie. So I kind of felt like maybe he was happy and then like his, because his mom, the, the, the question of her delusions and sanity is, is raised throughout the movie. He was happy. And then like, I think like when he got to a age of like six or seven, like maybe cause we don't know what age he was tied to the radiator, um, that at that bef- leading up to that, then his stepdad, adopted dad, whoever it was, was started beating on him, and then like that's when the um, condition arose because, like I said, you know, severe trauma or to the brain or something like that. So if he's getting hit in the head and all that, um, I think at that point the the laughing came in, and then like the mom, if she is delusional, um, may have just saw that as you know, oh, he used to be happy and now he's laughing, so she doesn't see a big difference. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you know, he gets taken away. And then, yeah, like I said, as he grows up, he becomes more nervous. Or he, it seems like a nervous laughter, like a nervous tick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, like Jamie said, once he starts embracing, once he finds out everything and he embraces, he's just like, 
this is me. This is me now. This is who I am. He became very confident. Like, yeah, when he was on the talk show right before he did, right before he killed the character that he did. Um, and I don't know how in depth we're going with this. Oh, he, totally. uh, let's talk about everything. Yeah, when he killed the talk show host, that he actually earlier in the movie had a uh, a. I honestly thought he was there, like mm-hmm. they were doing a flash forward oh, kind of yeah. thing, and he was in, in the, the audience. audience. But he really wasn't, which that actually, I guess, should have given us like a clue of some yeah. other stuff that's going on. Yeah. But um, I think with that, when he kills that character, not only is it, it's a kind of a, he gets to kill his father figure because in the entire time he's still, he's trying to find his identity. And I think he's trying to find his identity through his, through his mom and dad. And when, because he's trying to find it, like there's hints and rumors that, you know, Thomas Wayne might be his dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's got the stand-up comedian, the guy who made it, like, that's a good father figure. And he even had in his vision, fantasy, whatever, oh, I'd give it all up if I could have a son like you. Oh, right, um, yeah. And give him a hug. So I think the entire time is he's trying to deal with that missing father figure. Yeah. Because the only father figure he actually had abused him in such a way that, like, apparently I think he re- he repressed it so that, like, he doesn't remember any of that. Right, yeah, I think um, so too. And so I think when he finally comes to grip with that and he kills his quote-unquote father figure... Um, and then leads a revolution against his other supposed father figure. Um, I think he becomes who he is. And so he then becomes more confident and loses the nervous laughter. And just like at that point, the maniacal laughter is like, <laughs> I'm the Joker now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, so that's my take on that part of it. Um, and like I said, that, and at that point, I think when he, ter- when he fully commits to being the Joker and changing, like this is who I am now. That's when I stop feeling that level of sympathy, where it's like, oh, he's suffering from mental illness. Now it's like, okay, he needs to. He really needs help, but he needs to get off the streets. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, that's, to me, it's when he becomes a villain. Yeah, and like the people that the the I guess the um social worker that was talking to his mom said there was just like they're just random boyfriends that are abusing him, her boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like. So it's a whole history of it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Right. So it's like, um, you know, him being that way. And it, I, I like the fact that it kind of leaves a bit of mystery about the Joker. Like, yeah. who's his dad? We don't know. We don't even know at the end of the movie who his dad is. So, like, while they give you, like, an origin story, it's still, like, a little bit of mystery in there. Yeah, it's still it's pretty like, vague. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Because, like, I mean, they go through the whole Red Hood story from the comics and you know, the cartoons and stuff where he wants to be the stand-up comedian. Mm. Um, only difference is, like, he didn't... He had a wife then, and his right. wife died, but, like, his mom is kind of placed in the wife's, pl- in the wife's place yeah. this time. Um, but, like, <laughs> I think his wife... If I remember correctly, his wife dies, like, tragically, and this one, he just kills his mom because she he was, finds Yeah, because she was, like, pregnant, and I think she gets shot, and they lose the baby, too. Yeah. And then that... Because he's... He, in the whole in the play or in the killing joke uh when they do the red hood story um he's a washed up comedian that's not making any money not making anything and then like he joins the red hood gang quote unquote yeah that's right um for one score which apparently the and if you don't know the red hood gang is like a group of villains or a group of gang members that all wear these red hoods and the leader is randomly chosen for each heist so that if somebody does get called by the cops nobody knows who the leader is yeah um and when his wife dies he still goes through with it because he's like got nothing else to lose yeah pretty much yeah we're just going off of that nothing else to lose that's what arthur fleck 
tells mm. the uh, Robert De Niro's character. I forgot the guy's name. The, the uh, talk show Murray was. Franklin. Yeah, yeah, Murray. He tells Murray like now he doesn't care what happens because he has nothing to lose. Like yep. I mean, he he confesses to a crime he committed in the subway on live TV. Yeah, which you could look at this in two ways because the guy the he shot three guys and the reason that he did that is because like they're pretty much like beating up on him like everybody's yeah. been doing making forever. fun of him beating up on him yeah and he even said like oh, i have a condition and let me get my card out and they still didn't st- didn't let yeah, up yeah they wouldn't stop yeah. they were like drunk and right. so just being belligerent yeah one of his friends from the the clown um you know the haha's clowns i guess the where he worked as a clown mm-hmm. gave him a gun and he decided to carry it for protection or whatever and then he used it and then he was like shoots the three of them and chase down the last guy and shoots him. Like he had some more time to think at that point. Yeah. So you can tell that he was tipping over. You know what I mean? Right. At that point, he just kind of had enough of it. Like the first two were like adrenaline. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he kind of let off two shots, but the last one, he hunted him down. And yeah. yeah. And I think in that moment, it was like a, a realization that I can put a stop to this right. now. Yeah. Like it was that simple. Like they were being awful to him even to and the he, woman in the right too, and know. he was able to put a, put an end to it yeah you know because they were bad people mm-hmm. you know and to him like i think because he had been beaten up so many times yeah. and probably felt helpless in that moment he felt that power right that and, he never had like ever right and and it was simple and mm-hmm. easy you know and done yeah and I don't know. I think from there he just embraced it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was like more of a fight back and forth between who Arthur was and who this yeah. other person he was becoming. Because before it was like a war, you know, within himself. Like I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be making people laugh and whatever. And yeah. then people are just beating up on him and he's just taking it. Right. Because he doesn't know what else to do. Right. And Gotham is like a, it's like a shithole, like straight up. Gotham is like the worst place you'd want to be. We even <laughs> this the super rat thing. We Chris saw one <laughs> on screen and I did too. Yeah, there was like huge. a couple of them. Oh, like really? when he when he shot the uh the first time one I came totally around the those. corner. Yeah. Um it was before he started doing that. And the second one I saw, and I probably saw missed the rest of them, but the second one I saw was when he was going to shoot that third guy mm-hmm. on the stairs. Like another one came running around the dumpster. Yeah. I'm like, ah, super rats. <laughs> See, like, I, I only know the one that Chris pointed out, and I noticed it as he pointed out, but it's like when when he was at, after the um ch- the children's hospital scene mm-hmm. where the gun falls out and he gets fired, and the guy is like, you're fired. Like, uh-huh. he took a gun to a children's hospital, and he's like, oh, it's part of my act, or it's a prop, or whatever. Like, one comes around the corner. It's like huge. Oh, I totally like missed it. It literally was probably, what, about four? Five inches tall. Yeah, like it looked like it looked like a fat cat, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, I didn't see any of those. The mayor said, "Here's our uh, (laughs) here for the whole thing." Yeah, super super cats. Yeah, super cats. Yeah, (laughs) kind of cheesy. Oh my gosh! Um, But yeah, those rats were huge. So that's Gotham in this universe. Oh no! Imagine it's like the stereotypical New York, but like Mm -hmm. times ten. Like, yeah, because you know everybody's like, "Oh, New York, they'll rob you blind. They'll do this, that, and the other." But the people who live there are like, "Nah, we're good. You just got to learn how to you know avoid this stuff." Well, like you know. Or Gotham, they're like, yeah, the city's shit, but hey, guess what? We live here. Yeah. And then it starts to really get to a point where it's like, oh, yeah. At least, like, New York in the, in the 80s or 90s, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, 
that's tip, I guess I would say that's why I say stereotypical New York. Yeah. Like that's the one that everybody knows, like the eighties and nineties, where people like it's grungy, it's dirty, nobody wants to go there. But I, I know they've cleaned up since then. Oh so uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. No disparaging words against New York. Props <laughs> New York for uh, cleaning up. When we lived there, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I mean that is supposed to be the analogy: Metropolis yeah. and Gotham, and mm-hmm. kind of loosely based on New York. Yeah, and now Gotham is. More kind of a mixture of New York and like Chicago uh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you can tell Gotham, like it's weird, like looking at Gotham then because it's like, dude, like nothing can save this city. So in this time, like that I've seen in this DC movie. Mm-hmm. So since we've all been fans of like Batman and, you know, Teen Titans or, you know, Nightwing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy seeing like how much work he's done. To oh, make yeah. Gotham livable, well, that's crazy. It's funny because you're looking at it and you're like, this Gotham reminds you of the 1990s Batman, or 1980s, 1990s, early 90s Batman Gotham. It reminds you of Gotham, the TV show Gotham. And then you start thinking about it and you watch and you're like, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Like, they they have giant statues in the middle of the city with observatories in them. And it's like, yeah. so clearly in that time, like, the city has, like, grown, gotten better, been more culturally, you know, evolved and this is just a nice little throwback to like show you that this took place like in that dark time before like anybody tried to save the city. I put this Gotham with Nolan's Gotham, and I, c- I think it l- this movie lends itself well to that universe a little bit. Um, because that Gotham was another shithole too. Like you can just tell. Yeah, yeah I picture it more the Tim Burton. Oh yeah, I didn't get that. I got more like grounded Nolan type. Tim Burton seemed more like seemed very gothy too but like when yeah. Schumacher took over it was very like neon lights and well that's what I'm saying like yeah. you see the progression would obviously with the different directors but I think that also kind of shows like Gotham's progressed or if they're even quote unquote considered the same universe yeah I wouldn't think so like I think it's, they're totally separate I mean the, I guess the Schumacher version Tim Burton's Gotham was kind of dark and grungy and pretty crappy too so when it starts to be like neoned up it just seemed kind of weird very <laughs> cartoony yeah that was forever and yeah um, like, I didn't feel like Gotham anymore. Mm. Looking back now as, as an adult, I loved him as a kid. Like, I fucking love those movies. Like, I love Jim Carrey's Riddler. I even dressed up as him as for a following one year. But looking back at him now, like, you know, my dark, tortured, 30-something-year-old soul is like, yeah. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Um, well, it became very cheesy with, like, the bat nipples yeah, yeah. and the bat credit card yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, and the so bat credit card. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> went cheesy. But it, it definitely went, like, Adam West version of Batman. <laughs> a little bit like, I don't, it's a completely different kind of <laughs> cheesy than Adam yeah. West, I guess. Because I'm like, shark repellent is, like, you know, you, you know it's cheesy at that point. But, like, yeah. this one was still trying to be somewhat... We got serious villains. We got Two Face yeah. and Riddler. That is true, though. Yeah, wow. and we're gonna freeze the city. We were watching that. Time to chill. Isn't that what Mister Freeze said? It's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Ice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, those are so good. Yeah. Uh, which Batman were we watching the other night? With um, Jack Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's the first was one. It? That's nine. That's the nineteen eighty-seven Batman. Yeah, that's the uh, Tim Michael Burton. Keaton. Ba- yeah, Tim Burton. Yeah. Oh, that was Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that movie still has some dark moments on it too. It's um, so funny. I mean, the, you know, the way it looks is is aged, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. the context of it is like when Joker fries that guy to like a crisp. Oh, I will say, <laughs> I will say, I haven't seen it in a while, oh, so yeah, it probably yeah. didn't age well. But that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I remember. Like the dark, gritty. <laughs> 
Gotham. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I see those connections. Yeah. Um, like, if they started showing this Joker and, like, the neon lights, I'd be like, no. Yeah. You can stop that. <laughs> like, what do you guys think of uh, his mom? Is it her name? Lu- Penny. Lucy? Penny. Penny. Lucy, sorry. Penny Flex. Penny Flex. Yeah. What do you guys think about her as, like, from the beginning of the movie towards, like, when he smothers well, her out with a pillow? <laughs> like, at first, I thought she was, like, you know, sweet, and they had a good relationship. And then when, like, he was giving her the bath, and she, she was like, I thought comedians were supposed to be funny. Like, I was like, wow, you're a bitch. I thought she was, like, you know, picking on him, like, oh. mom and son kind of nudging each other a little bit. I know? think she was trying to quash that dream because she's like, you ain't funny, but. Oh, really? I but, thought she was And she's cute. like, you're supposed to bring, like, happiness in the world, but. Oh, I thought she was not, you know, you're, you're, you're in your 30s and you hadn't made it yet, so. <laughs> did we hear his mom say that to him or did he make that up? You need to bring happiness to this world. Did we hear no, that? No, we never heard she her never, say it. Maybe yeah, he made that shit up then in his head. Probably. It was entirely possible. Yeah. Like, I don't recall her saying it to anybody. I, well, did she say it to the cops? All I heard her say was she, like, he's a, he was like, once a happy I know we did, I know we didn't hear. called him happy. Well, that's what I'm saying, but I don't, I don't know that we ever heard her say that, but I, I can't remember. I thought I'd, Cops said that she had said that to them, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I need to get a second watch this movie. Yeah, Yeah. but like she called him happy, which I thought was weird. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a nickname. Yeah, weird though. Maybe like an ironic nickname. Like (laughs) you're depressing. Call you happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. Like at first, I thought she was gonna be like this sweet lady, and then I'm like, I don't know. You seem kind of bitchy. Okay. I thought she was being cutesy mom, like, I'm going to nudge you, like, that kind of way. But um, I thought she was sweet, too, at first. And then, honestly, I painted Thomas Wayne as a villain. As mm-hmm. soon as I read, he read the letter, I was like, Thomas Wayne's a fucking asshole. You know what? what? I when you were saying, when you looked over me, I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, this is an interesting take if they do this, but I don't see them doing this. Yeah. Like, I was like, this guy, I was thinking the whole time, like, you know, people have their dark secrets, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a Thomas Wayne dark secret we never found out, and they're trying to write it in or something. Well, it's just funny that the characters that used to be, like, wholesome and there's no dark secrets about, like, for the first, like, 50 years, 56 years, Bruce Wayne, uh, you know, his father was, you know, always giving back to the community, always doing this, trying to make Gotham a better place. There are no secrets, and then... Like in the last twenty years or so, they've started hinting, and they're like, "Oh, here's where Thomas Wayne had another son." Yeah. Or yeah. here's where he's a member of the Court of Owls, and yeah. it's like, I don't like. Why can't they just have a character that has been traditionally the pillar of virtue that has inspired the hero be a pillar of virtue? I don't know. I think because everyone like, is just human. Yeah, because no one have their good. Secrets, but that's the, I mean, it's a comic book. Like that's kind of the whole point is that. But if the hero's tr- striving to be that. Yeah. So why why do we have to be like, oh, no, well, he's flawed, so everybody must be flawed, so now the heroes that we care about are all flawed. I'm like, I They are, I though. Don't, that's why we like them. That's why I like them. And that's, the heroes, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the heroes striving to be their parents, their, their pillar of virtue. Like, I don't understand why we have to tear that down in every character. I feel like because more people are... D- People like to relate to things. So if things are unbelievable these days in in the twenty yeah. twenties, well, they're gonna be like that, this but is bullshit. Well, you know I get I mean? that, but I, I'm identifying with the character that's trying to live up to their parents' legacy. Like, but you're I'm, trying to live up to something that's impossible. Also, that's what I mean. 
that to me isn't an issue because I'm identifying with this character, not with the pillar of virtue. But also at some point you have to become your own person. So like Batman trying to meet Thomas Wayne is not, it's not realistic. I mean, have well, that person. But I get that. But, but, why, like, but why do we have to tear down Thomas Wayne then in order to make Batman appear to be more realistic? I mean, if he just can't hold up to his parents, that's fine. I think it's more so like to let like, like, okay, you're trying to live up to this like great person. And then you figure out like, oh, well, they were human too. Right. Like they made mistakes. Like it doesn't make them less of a person. It's just okay. Like that makes me feel a little bit better about not being a hundred percent at whatever. Like it's like you, you're not ever going to be this amazing great person. Yeah, exactly. Like it's everyone makes mistakes and has flaws, and that's what makes like every people. I don't know. That's just what makes makes you who you are. Yeah, it's like for yeah. instance, in, and this isn't like a isn't like a big reveal or anything, but like in Titans, like Batman puts trackers in all of the people that he's sidekick. So. You know, yeah. Robin has a tracker in him, and he sees that as, like, Bruce is fucked. Like, why would he do this? Right. You know? But, like, something comes up, and Robin is doing the same thing to somebody else. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, you thought this was fucked up, but you're doing the same thing. Yeah. So Bruce was trying to look out for you. Like, they paint Bruce Wayne as being, like, this, like, overprotective, cold-hearted guy. It's like, he has a reason for it. Yeah. And it's, it's not, like, like, a bad reason. No, I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying, like, I'm just... Some characters that have been like that, I, I have a problem with them tearing down every single character that's like that. I just think it's because they were created in a time where that was like the expectation was to be perfect. Yeah, like everything and had to be pristine, you know. These days, like it's we're more open and honest about that not being realistic. Like people had their demons, but you never saw them. It was yeah, just like, it was oh. like hidden. You were supposed to hide them. Yeah, like you weren't supposed to let anyone know of your downfalls or your issues. But now we live in a society where things are more open and people are more honest. And at least they try to be. Yeah, and so it's more accepted to not be perfect. And go back to the movie; they didn't really tear down Thomas Wayne. Like so what? Yeah. What? What? Penny was saying was a lie. Like nothing none of that happened. Right. So he didn't have an affair with her, supposedly. And Arthur wasn't his son. Right. And it was just, she was just delusional and she had mental issues herself. So Thomas Yeah, Wayne I mean, there was a file saying so. Yeah. So Thomas Wayne is still the person that. Well, I'm, I'm just arguing because y'all both on the way back were talking about, you know, like, oh, did he plant this? Did that, you know? So well, yeah. I mean, funny. I think it's interesting to think about. Like, is it possible that he made up the documents of her being insane and yeah. her adopting Arthur? Sure. I mean, it's. It's a possibility, but... And it's cool how, like, one scene with Penny's picture where at the back of it, when Arthur looks at it, it's like, says, I, I, I love your smile. You have a lovely smile or whatever. Signed TW. Like, that makes the viewer be like, so did he? Like, what is... Yeah. You know, it's kind of a nice little thing to be like, oh, that's why but, we're talking about it now. You know? Right. Yeah. So it's like you don't know. Yeah. You know, like, you can have your own... I, I guess you can make it whatever you want it. And and they may have had a little thing before he met Martha. Like, who knows? Yeah. But it's like, and maybe she did turn out to be crazy. And he was like, mm. Yeah, maybe she was, like, obsessive <laughs> yeah. girl. And he's like, oh, I can't. Martha's cooler than you are. I'm going to go over here because she seems a bit yeah. more grounded. And I want to build a life with her, you know? But, yeah. Just and maybe when he went over to Martha, she was like, oh, but I'm pregnant. And, <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, like, you totally adopted that kid. Like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. Or, you yeah. know, she's like, I have a baby, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 for the sake of the story of the movie, I like to believe Thomas didn't lie, and those documents are real. And 
his mom, Arthur's mom is delusional and she was crazy based on the, the abuse files and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. I, that's, I, I would like to believe that take coming away from the movie. So, but I like to see Thomas Wayne as an upstanding man and whatever. Yeah. But um, but that's my choice. Like if someone else watches it and they're like, you know what, he fucking did that to her and he's a dick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, because it could be seen in a completely different light where, you know, maybe him like not wanting to be with her caused her to go off the deep end yeah. and become a little crazy. And that's why she became the way she was. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. possibly you just never know. There's a really cool scene piggybacking off of that where Arthur goes to Wayne Wayne Manor, really, and he has a, a little thing with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> so uh, And he's doing magic tricks with him for him and stuff like that. And you can tell he has a certain kind of, like, empathy towards him. He's not trying to endanger him or anything like that. It was kind of weird when he put his fingers in his mouth, though, to make him smile. Just I, Yeah, I guess Bruce just looks sad. Like, he yeah. wasn't really... Laughing at the tricks or anything. That's not how a kid would. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's a stranger anyway. The guy's a weirdo. Trying <laughs> stranger to do tricks, danger, get man. <laughs> yeah, like I, I get like, he's like, what the, what the hell's wrong with you? But it's like, that's not a natural kid response to like, right. I got, I don't know. But, but like, I mean, you can tell Bruce Wayne is very protected, obviously. Yeah. And I'm guessing that guy was Alfred, right? The guy yeah, it was Alfred. Know? Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you guys think of Alfred? Alfred seemed like he knew, he knew what was up to protect Bruce. I think he's trying to be polite to Arthur. He probably could have broke his. Yeah. Well, I feel like like he knows about it because Penny's tried to like get money out of the family before, and so he's just like, okay, this, well, is, this is another guy. He's probably been seeing the letters too. Oh yeah, the letters. That's right. Because she's been writing, and they haven't been responding. Right. So, like, I don't know. Like to me, that the fact that she's writing letters, either she's still crazy. I don't know. Like the, I'm I'm torn on whether or not I think she's crazy or not. Mm-hmm. Just because like. Arthur seems oblivious to it, like to her being crazy, like yeah. or anything being out of the norm for her. Yeah. Which, and I know he's crazy too, so. Also, if that's what he's grown up with, that is his norm, so he wouldn't see anything odd about her. She's just, oh, you used to work for him, and you think he's such a great guy, and he's going to help us, and you've been writing him letters, and he's not doing anything, so it's like. Yeah. I think he's like, I think okay, he, mom, you can have this little idiosyncrasy it's never going to go anywhere, but yeah, like I don't know I, if he sees anything dangerous or crazy about that. I, I think he bought it until he read the letter and I was like, yeah. why do you keep writing these letters? Like, uh, and at that so point, I was like, oh, so this is my daddy and you've been hiding him from me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he went crazy. And he would, he would have never questioned like maybe my mom's delusional because I mean, everything was just normal for him. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, and, like, going back to the city, Gotham is such a broken city to yeah. the point where someone like Arthur Fleck can shoot three guys in a train <laughs> station and, and run down the street and yeah. they see a crazy clown and then they start to hail it and revere it as, like, because those guys work for Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. So they're part of the upper society, which never comes out to Gotham, the bad side of Gotham or whatever. And then they're like, yeah, like, they pretty much deserved it <laughs> because they're leaving us over here. He's yeah. not helping. You know what I mean? Like yeah, because they're basically living in the rundown parts of the city. Yeah. And it's like struggling. and Yeah, like the place looks like it's towards the end of the movie, man. It's like, geez. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's like cops had no control at all in the moment. I, I mean, was, even those cops on the subway 
Like they were chasing after <laughs> the that, yeah. Joker. Like they just beat the crap out of them. Yeah, the cops investigating the mm-hmm. case for the, the shooting. Yeah, I think at that point it was just like, and I hate to say it, it's kind of like now where there's like just so much corruption and everybody automatically wants to get on the side against the police and that thing. There's like, yeah, you're not protecting us. You're protecting the white, the rich people. You're protecting everybody else. You're not protecting us. And then like they really couldn't do anything because they were. Those two were outnumbered like ten to one. So when if you get an angry mob, they're they're gonna get their asses beat. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then like towards the end, it was like anarchy. I kind of feel like it's I hate to say it, but it's kind of like you know the riots whenever they happen in big cities. It's like you know they the cops eventually get control, but it, for a while it takes like there's lots of property damage, lots of people getting hurt. Yeah. So at least feel like that was very believable. Like towards the end there, after he shot uh, the guy, the talk show host, I forgot his name again, Murray, Murray in the head, and then he did. That was like his very first outing as the Joker, mm-hmm. and you can see the passion of him breaking into Arthur a little bit when he's talking about how things are unfair and nobody's like nice anymore. People are just like it's chaos out there, pretty much, you know, and like they don't get where he's coming from. No one cares about a guy who's in his position. Like, you can tell from that moment to where to the moment he shoots Murray in the head, like he was still a little bit of himself. But then after the shots goes off, he was Joker because he kept shooting him after a little bit, and yeah. then he, he did a little dance, and then he grabs the camera, which is classic Joker. Yeah, and then he's like, "Well, everybody, uh, you know, that's life or whatever," and then they cut it off or whatever. So, right, like I think he was like had that final struggle in that moment. He's like, fuck it. I don't mm-hmm. even care. You don't care. I don't care. Whatever. And then, so, like, I think he's tapping into what his Joker would have been. Like, what, 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 like, uh, Joaquin's Joker would have, would have talked to Batman, like, when he's saying Murray's name, very drawn out and mm-hmm. kind of like sarcastic. Like, yeah, like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? But it wasn't like, he wasn't like all the way there yet. Yeah. You know, but. Because he was getting very, like, dramatic. Yeah. And. He's still very yeah. emotional about stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, yeah, that and the the little jig he does, the dance he does, and stuff like that. You know, like he's he's becoming comfortable in those clothes now. You know, yeah. I, I thought the scene when he's in the cop car and the guy's like he's seeing all the rights, and the cop was like, "See what you did to the city, or see what you caused by what you did." And yeah, he's like, like it's not funny. Yeah, and he was like proud of it, but mm-hmm. in that moment, he didn't seem to have the nervous laughter. He was mm-hmm. just like, "Yeah, I'm happy." Like he wasn't like nervously, painfully laughing. Yeah. You know? And he tells you can tell his his like influence by when this ambulance comes out of nowhere and pretty much crashes into that cop car and they mm-hmm. pull him out and then they make sure he's okay. That part was like rise of anarchy, literally. Cause yeah, and that scene was amazing. Just him taking the <laughs> like his busted lip and using that to make the to smile. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. I was like, I I couldn't at parts I couldn't stop staring at the screen. Is this the cinematography and the way they shot stuff? And at one point, I like I wanted to cry. At one yeah. point, when something happened to him, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it's the point when he found out his mom was crazy, and then you can see his spiral. And I was like, dude, like I feel like I wanted to cry at that moment because mm-hmm. you kind of feel his pain, you know. And you can tell he didn't want to go there, but he's having to go there, and it's like shit. Like you tried so hard, dude. You know. Yeah. To cut off your therapy, cut off your medication. Like, yeah. what are you supposed to do, man? I mean, it's really sad because, like, because it could be a real thing, mm-hmm. you know, someone going through something like that, 
it, I don't know, just like, it's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, I don't know. It's a very real take on yeah. that. Yeah. That's why we're not like making too many jokes right now. <laughs> it's like a pretty deep conversation yeah. about the Joker, but I'm thinking it's what they wanted. But so. like when he was like dancing down the stairs, like right after uh, yeah, he, he puts got on the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Like he looked so like comfortable mm-hmm. and like happy. Yeah, definitely. In in his like skin or whatever. Yeah. For like the first time. Like he looked like a completely different person. Yeah. To me anyway. Yeah. Like it was just like because like before that moment, it looked like, you know, Arthur with face paint. Yeah. You know, like dressed up as a clown or whatever. And then in that moment, it was like, no, now he's the Joker. Yeah. And him going through the painful laughter the night before that, too. When he was on the couch and the guy was like, shut Mm. up. And he just couldn't stop laughing. But, um, so, okay. uh, Zazzy beats his character. The way that relationship (laughs) develops. I'm assuming you mean his quote unquote girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that I was like watching it and i'm that so that twist didn't really i didn't see coming mm-hmm. um I, like i said seeing his mom no maybe not i can't remember i, I remember I said something earlier tonight that that should have been a clue but oh him being on this uh, in the audience of the yeah. show yeah uh when we see that that's not a big movie uh, that, that never happened that i guess that really should have opened my eyes because like no we were talking and I was just sitting there going, oh, okay, and this went on a date, and because he meets her in an elevator, does the little finger-pointy gun thing, which she does to him first, so it's like, oh, yeah. he's, you almost look at it, and you're like, oh, he's being cute, and then you realize he's being, like, overly yeah. repetitious of it, like, yeah, he's, like, poof, and then, like, he, like, fakes the brains going out <laughs> to him, like, all right, no, that's a little weird. And then he like stalks her the next day. And also when he kept staring at her after he did that in the hallway and you're like, right, <laughs> you know, it's just a like, weird yeah. but it's just sad that like at that point I'm just like, oh, this is Arthur. So that really doesn't, like, yeah. it, it doesn't throw up any red flags that he's staring at her as she goes into her apartment. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, it's just Arthur and he's in love. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Then he follows her and stalks her the next day. And even then I'm like, okay, that's kind of normal. And some girls, like the attention, so it wouldn't necessarily <laughs> throw a red flag up for them. That I mean, weird hidden attention. That, some girls like that. It's so weird. There, there are some girls that would be like, "Oh, he was following me. He really? Was, he was in fashion. Like, yeah. Ugh. Like, but these, those are the girls that wind up on you know the first huh. forty-eight hours. Huh. Yeah, so weird. But no, nah, girls don't. Women don't. I mean, don't think that's it's okay. not a healthy. It's not, it's not a healthy thing. If, if, no, it's if, not. If, if you do that and a girl likes it, run away from that girl because that's a little creepy. Tell, or give her some advice. Like you shouldn't like this. This is like bad. this is not normal. You know, <laughs> I'm doing this to see. You know, I'm testing, I'm you, testing you and it you. failed. Yeah, this was a horrible test, but don't, um, don't yeah. like this ever. But uh, so it really didn't shock me when like we saw the her knock on the door and like have that conversation of did you follow me and he's like yes. And so I was like, okay. And then he convinced her to go to his comedy show. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then, you know, at the comedy show, he's, you know, doing his nervous laughter. And then, like, the way the film shows it is, like, he then turns around and does this really good comedy skit. Yeah. Uh, we don't ever hear anything because all of a sudden, you know, it the sounds quiet. loud. Yeah. yeah. And you don't hear anything. But she's there. And, I, and I, my interpretation of it was that, you know, she's given him courage and strength and then mm-hmm. he's able to overcome his nervous tick and, oh, he might actually be a comedian. Yeah. 
And then it's the big reveal that she was never there. Yeah, they fight clubbed us, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that was I haven't watched that movie. <laughs> Good movie. But I know I know the end I know part of the ending, so yeah. that doesn't no spoiler there for me. Um yeah, so like the the reveal like and that's only revealed cuz after he kills his mom, isn't it? Yes. And then yeah. he walks home in the rain and then walks into her apartment and she's talking to her daughter in another room and he's sitting on the couch and she comes out and she's like, "Oh my god." Yeah. And then even then I was like, "Oh, she just didn't expect him to be there." That's and what I like, thought and too. she's like, "You're in the wrong apartment. Mm-hmm. Your name's Arthur, right?" And I'm like, "Oh." Yeah. That's a one-time meeting. Then it flashbacks and shows that she was never at any of the other scenes that we saw her at. So, yeah, that was crazy. I, I was mean, re- I was honestly thinking that she was going to be the the girlfriend wife that he loses. That that's part of what pushes him over the edge. Oh, but got it. Yeah. For her to have never been in that relationship, yeah, still pushed him over the edge. But because like the way they, sense. not to cut you off. Sorry. Yeah. Like the way they did her personality on, on the elevator with the gunshot, fake gunshot thing to the head with her hands. You're like, oh, she has a weird sense of humor too. So like they're getting along. Like <laughs> yeah, because know? she's like annoyed with her daughter, so she's like exactly kill me now type thing. Which honestly, I was like so worried that something bad was gonna happen. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like whenever I was like, oh god, is he gonna take that as a sign to do something bad? <laughs> Also, do you think he killed her? Could they never show? I don't know. No, he would he I did? don't. I think because he he's in love with her that he did. Eventually Honestly, I don't think he would have because, like, she I think he only kills bad people. Really. Yeah, like she didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, because he let the he he let the uh, little person leave. That's right. Although that was like the one <laughs> one bit of comedy that I actually felt okay <laughs> laughing at. That was like uncomfortable Cause, comedy. Yeah, because he like opens the door and like the guy who gave him the gun and who told his boss on him about something. So like, he got fired. Yeah. Yeah, he comes in and then the other guy is the little person from the, from the agency and they come in and like, you know, this is at this point he's decided he wants to become the Joker, so he's put on the face paint. Mm-hmm. And uh, he locks the door, and he's got scissors in his back pocket. And you're like, "Oh my god, somebody's gonna die! We all know he's gonna die!" And then he dies. Yeah. And then like the he's like looks at his friend. I don't remember what his friend's name is. I'm just gonna say Frank. And he's like, "No, Frank, you can leave. You you were always the nicest one to me." And Frank's okay. like trying to get through, and he's like, and he gets over to the door, and he reaches <laughs> up, and the lock is like a foot reaches. higher than him. He's like, um, "Arthur." And at that up. point, I'm like. Arthur's gonna snap. I was Arthur's like, oh gonna god, kill him. is this a trick? Yeah. I was like, is he just messing with him? I'm like, yeah, because you, ooh, yeah. I know. I and thought he was too. But he lets him go, <laughs> which was kind of fun. And he kisses him on the head, and he's yeah. like, you've always been nice to me, so you can go. That that scene was like, um, that kind of made me nerd. It put you in the position of of Frank, I guess, for using that for the guy's name. Yeah. I, I can't remember. That's what we're gonna go with, yeah. Yeah, but um, his friend that he let go. It put you in the position, the audience in the position mm-hmm. of like, I was nervous. I'm like, is he gonna? Yeah. Like it makes you. I've never felt that way watching the Joker on screen. Like, like I was in danger. When in that moment, I'm like, yeah. oh god, I was, my heart was beating really fast, and like I was kind of like clenching onto the seat a little bit because I was yeah. like, what is gonna happen? You know? Because I'm sitting there watching the whole time. I'm like, okay, he's got scissors. Somebody's gonna get stabbed in the neck. There's gonna be something going into somebody's eye. And yeah. I'm like freaking out, and of course, both those things happen. Right. Which honestly, between that shooting the three people, which wasn't really really that violent. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, it was it was violent, but it was so quick that you didn't see anything. And then when he killed Murray, like that was violent. Yeah, and all those people that were like upset about the, oh, the for yeah. the people who weren't in 
Aurora who were like, I'm not going to go see that. It's a violent movie. I'm like, that really wasn't any more violent than no. and like a, most Walking movies. Dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm sure you guys watched that. Yeah. I, I think people just like take it worse when it seems more realistic. That and media and social media has a big responsibility with making that a big deal. Yeah, they I think like I think because it was connected to another Batman movie. Like if that had happened in say like a Superman movie, yeah, I don't think people would be as freaking out about the Joker or like a Stephen King movie or yeah. something like that. I know? think because it was it happened in a Batman movie and the guy was dressed not as the Joker but with the orange hair and the yeah. weird like uh, okay I, I say weird but like the non-traditional like hairstyle and clothes and stuff when he got caught and he did that. I think that's what made everybody freaking out about this one. Yeah. Like it's the Joker, you know, it's going to be violent. And honestly, that was a midnight showing, which most theaters don't do anymore. Oh, they don't. I think partly because of that. Mm -hmm. And then they don't allow costumes at most theaters anymore. Especially I think because of that. Even the AMC we went to had a warning of like Joker's not a children's, it's not a a movie for kids. It's not a comic book movie. It's rated R because of these things. Yeah, exactly. So, but but even when it came out, there was a big sign that says, you know, no costumes. Can't dress (laughs) up as a clown. (laughs) Don't do it. Even though apparently in Cartersville, they uh, hired somebody to be in the lobby dressed as Pennywise. Oh, jeez. So, and it's an AMC, too, so I'm like, oh, what is apparently, going on? you know, somebody didn't get the memo. Yeah, or Carsville didn't, yeah. Or people chose that you're closer to the city, so well, like, be I, careful. I, I, I like the fact that the movie was able to make me feel like I was in the room mm-hmm. when he was yeah. stabbing that guy in the face. It was like, gee, like, like, you almost feel like if he turned and charged the camera, you wouldn't be shocked but no, you'd be, be like jumping out. Like, oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah and that's a cool feeling when you know you're not in danger obviously you know anyone who's in that position is terrified but like me as this is a piece of entertainment or whatever is it's cool that they were able to do that you know it's just yeah because you kind of feel trapped in the room with them you do yeah and that's just crazy what film well it's just like when he was beaten up at the very beginning and you're, he's laying on the floor and he literally cut it the image so close that he literally takes up 90% of the screen. Yeah. That was like, cool. and you, you feel like you're laying on the ground with him and that's part of what like connects you with him. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like in the entire movie, I'm like rooting for him. I'm like, Oh my God, please don't let this be the Joker that I know. Yeah. yeah. But I know where it's going. So I was like, right. Argh. And there, there, he had like a nice little, I guess called an Easter egg. Wasn't that early when the flower, uh, spurts the water. Did you see when he mm-hmm. was, before, after he got beat up, the flower did the water thing. We no, I didn't acid. see that. Yeah, like the f- oh, yeah. the, the water started to come out of the flower on his on his uh on his I will say every time I saw him dancing, like doing like even if it was like the the yoga kind of moves that he was doing in that <laughs> uh, bathroom, yeah. like I felt very Heath Ledger Joker oh, dancing. Yeah, definitely. Kind of yeah. feeling. And then like especially when we saw him in the back of the police car, I'm sitting there going, Oh my oh, god, yes. this is so much like Heath Ledger. I'm yeah. Like, so I'm yeah. glad they pulled from so many different versions of Yeah. Because the 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 makeup wasn't traditional Joker. Oh, it no, felt it more yeah. like it felt more like uh, animated, not animated, but um, the nineteen sixties. Oh yeah, Joker the with Caesar the Romero Caesar Romero yeah. with the green hair, the white face, and the the lips more so than than the, anything else. And the cut in smile, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, he did an awesome job. Like, I mean, seriously, I hope he gets an award for this one. Really? Yeah, like, I, I would be surprised if it wasn't up for an Oscar nomination for this acting. Like, I honestly. Like I said, I didn't like, I don't like Joaquin Phoenix in 
I honestly can't say I've seen him in much. I've seen him in signs and probably a handful of other things. So like, he's not one of my actors that I go to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never been really impressed with him, but this one I really have been, and he's probably my top three jokers. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. They, they like in the angles they showed you, like when he's running from the cops and you see it from like the ground up, you know, in slow motion and he's running through the basketball court, just like things like yep. that. This kind of take puts you into the scene and, yeah, it's just great. Like, just the way the movie looks and everything, so. It's a very physical movie, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. He's constantly running, constantly being hit by cars, constantly getting his butt kicked. Yeah. And yeah. you just feel like you're being beaten down by the city just like he was. Yeah, right. It takes you there. So, um, it's, <laughs> I guess to talk about the ending, I mean, I'm sure there's more that we've missed, but I think we covered a pretty good amount, of the, amount movie. of the movie. Yeah. But um, the ending scene when, you know, after he... Gets like quote unquote rescued by his followers. Oh, I was gonna say the Joker makeup came from the clown mask, like the green hair and mm-hmm. the makeup. Yeah. So just so you know where that yeah. comes from. Yeah. Um, but uh the like the last asylum scene when he's trying to get they're trying to give him therapy again and he's like telling <laughs> laughing. Know how the hell they let her in there by herself because like, they don't know how crazy yeah. he is. I, yeah. The man I I think they kinda had some idea. They have no idea who he is. No, I think they they know he killed someone or whatever, but like at that like other than that, like they don't think he's like crazy. Well, I know I, I, know. I think I think he's crazy, but they don't like they don't they don't know what they're dealing they, with. Like they know, yeah. they know he at least killed four people. Right, but I'm saying like they don't know the Joker we know. Like we know Joker of like years of experience. Like he's now starting out to so, like they they're underestimating him in any kind of mm-hmm. way that they can. It's like, "Hey, he'll be fine." Whatever, like she's she, he's cuffed. You know what I mean? That's what uh, they're thinking. You I know? still feel so, like he would be cuffed to the table, but uh, well, well, like next time they might have a guard outside, but he'll still do something crazy then, and then they'll be like Hannibal Lecter, like have him in a straitjacket. You know what I mean? That's how that's yeah. how he escalates. So, but the fact that like he's laughing, he's laughing, and you're thinking like, is he is he like in pain again? And you're like, no, this is just, this is him laughing now. And then like the, his response to the therapist, and she's like, so are you going to share the joke? And he's like, oh, like you wouldn't get it. And then. And then yeah. when he walks out, and I'm like, oh, like, what's happening? And then you see the bloody footprints. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. That is so <laughs> subtle, but so Joker-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you, it's like if she walked out of there alive, I would be like, oh, okay. I guess he's not. But, yeah, he's totally there now. That's, that's totally what he is. And then he's, like, running away from the guard. Like, the I last mean, scene was so funny. I was really <laughs> hoping they were, they were going to put a blonde Dr. Quinn in there. Well, they yeah. can't do Harley. It's still so, still, it's still so new, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like that would have been a good nod to, like, oh, she's going to try to save him, and then we know what happens. Yeah. But, like, but, like, Harley doesn't come in until he's, like, more experienced, though, where he knows how to manipulate people. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that they didn't bring her in yet. Same. It would have been too, like, oh. Well, but that's a, my thing is, like, if they're not, they, they're probably not going to do a sequel. Probably, I mean, which is why I'm, one which is why I'm thinking that would have been a good little nod, and then it never would have gone anywhere. I mean, I like the fact that they just kept it him, even though Batman was. We all know that, that that's what happens eventually. So yeah. I know, but I'm saying like we didn't really have to show him killing the Waynes either, but we did. Yeah, but that was part of the you know, like Bruce is in there. There's no hints of Harley Quinn anywhere. I know, like, but that, that's the thing. Like to me, that would have been a nice little Easter egg nod. Like well, it wouldn't I, have had to go anywhere, but. I respectfully I disagree I, on that. Oh, I, I know y'all do. <laughs> but um, don't get offended. I'm just saying. Um, 
But I, I do like the fact that they had the Batman theme playing in the background when he's talk when he's trying to do the the magic tricks for Bruce at the gate. They had like a hint mm-hmm. of the Batman theme in the background. You can listen to the music. Um but yeah, but anyway, that's Joker, I think. And an hour long podcast and some talk about chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's the Joker. But you guys should go check it out. I mean, I loved it. I'm gonna go watch it again. Try to go see it in IMAX next time if our AMC down the street has their AC working. Yeah, it was definitely good though. I def- yeah, I definitely great. enjoyed the take that take on the Joker. Yeah, I, d- I do too. It was definitely a nice Joker for next generation. Like, yeah, yeah. As compared to Jared Jared Leto, Leto, Ugh. whatever his Joker. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, wasn't working. For took me, it from being a joke. Yeah, exactly. to being the Joker again. I feel like there's more we can talk about, obviously, yeah. but um, we've already blabbed off like an hour. So, <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, thank you. Uh, check us out on the social medias at Epic Breeze Podcast, and you know, of course, we're on all the podcast apps, and also at EpicBreezePodcast.com. We'll catch you guys next and time. Twitter. Oh yeah, and Twitter. We never even do Twitter anymore. Yeah. We need to like not do that anymore. Yeah, I guess Epicbrews. <laughs> we made that one TikTok video. Ah uh, yeah, we tried TikTok the other day. <laughs> that thing is so stupid. Uh, Maybe yeah. I'm just so disconnected, but it's just really. Dumb. I know. I'm like, I'm so old. Apparently. Oh, anyway, I, get it. I watched like four or five, and I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, it's very like <laughs> lowbrow humor, in my yeah. opinion. Very like basic shit. Every now and then, I think you find a good one, but yeah. For the most part, it's just a bunch of stupid videos. It's it's just not my thing, I guess. But anyways. Props to everyone who has mad likes on TikTok, though. But yeah, all right, guys. um, We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. You know what we we never say? And be sure to tune in for something epic, but maybe we should start saying it. Yeah, all right. We should end it with, and remember, folks, that's life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come back for something epic. Yeah, come back for something epic. No, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys (laughs) next time. Thank you.